0: Oh hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. I know I'm
1: my
0: Y'all missed us. They better have You did. They you better head. You know how I know they missed us? How? Because they've been acting a fucking fool for three weeks straight.
1: You know, I think before we eat, you know what? Bump all that. Um, welcome to a bitch
0: may have been down for a minute, but he's back. 101. Welcome to the substitute teacher told me you was acting up and I'm back to scold that ass 303. Welcome to I don't know why y'all climbing on crates when you don't have health insurance. Two oh five. Welcome to I don't understand why y'all acting a fool on these goddamn planes when Rona done switched up and gave us like four more wigs. Two oh two. Welcome to the lace
1: is secure. It's new with a new cut and color. One oh one apparently i won <laughs> apparently i won this week yes um welcome back you guys um we have a tell and tell we're gonna get to it in a second um my name is lonnie my twitter my twitter handle is gonna be lonnie this week i want to be me for a week okay. for a little while when i decide to switch it y'all will know Okay, got you.
0: Mm-hmm. And I am your co-host, Marlon, a.k.a. My name is Peaches. I am the best. All the DJs want to feel my breath. Not your breath. That's it. You
1: don't have breath, friend. New
0: bags. Get into
1: it. I think before we even get... <laughs> I can't. Before we even get into the show, I think it's just best for us to talk about what's been going on. Okay. Um, after we ended... Technically, it was supposed to be a brief break, um, and it turned into an
0: extended break. Yes, because um, death came and knocked on the doorsteps very swiftly. So, we were only supposed to be gone for two weeks, and shortly after the last episode of the last season, unfortunately, I lost my dad. So, that put a monkey wrench in everything. It's you. Because I had to go back home to Chicago for a week, which brought on the first break. Well, the first extension, I should say. And then... Then, literally, not too long, I want to say about two weeks after you came back. Not even two weeks, like a, a week.
1: week. Yeah, a week. So, I basically got when that my grandmother's health was failing her, and I expeditiously flew to the Carolinas and unfortunately uh she passed. Um I was stuck in the Carolinas for ten days. Yeah? For ten days. Um I literally just came back what was that? Saturday, right?
0: No. Yeah? You didn't come back just, just come back like No. What was the tenth? The tenth that was Saturday. That was Friday fool. Well there we go.
1: It was a Friday. I had to look like. Wait, that's definitely a Friday. Right. Oh,
0: what is time? What does it even mean these days? Because I've, everything be switching up for me. Oh my
1: god. And the funny part is, is like I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have taken another break. I think, but after everything was said and done, I just wanted to get that to some level of normalcy. Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't want, this time around, I didn't want to be sad and mourning. Absolutely. So, I was like, you know what? Let's move on. Like, it's something regular. Something mm-hmm. normal. hmm And see what happens. Yeah. So, and here we are. And I'm ready to curse y'all out. Because we've been away for a couple of weeks. Dealing with life. And y'all been dealing with the idiocy. I'm still trying to figure out why y'all climbing on crates. Why y'all were climbing on crates at one point. I think someone killed the challenge when I saw a girl do climb up two sides of a on Crates and she beat my tops are to starts sucking his dick.
0: And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, we call this show, Who, Who Raised You, you Hosts. Why are we doing this? And you know
1: TikTok banned the videos, so. though. Did they?
0: But, mm-hmm. Interesting. They banned
1: them from the platform.
0: <laughs> Y'all funny
1: y'all funny (laughs) the more you show the more you shade the more you know so you know how in church Mm -hmm. we used to have church announcements right we used to read the bulletins yes I'm gonna do the same thing with COVID-19 I'm gonna call it the COVID announcements yes we're back we're back the first in the COVID announcements is President Joe Biden issues stricter COVID-19 mandate for employers with 100 or more employees I'm taking this excerpt from AP News in his most powerful pan- um, pandemic actions and words, President Joe Biden on Tuesday ordered sweeping a f- new federal vaccine requirements for as many as 100 million Americans, private sector employees, as well as healthcare workers and federal contractors, in an all out effort to curb the surging COVID 19 Delta variant. Speaking at the White House, Biden sharply criticized the tens of millions of Americans who are not vaccinated despite the months of availability and incentives. In his exact quotes, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. He said, all but biting off his words. The unvaccinated majority can cause a lot of damage and they are.
0: (sighs) I need, it. I need y'all to understand that they're not playing with y'all no more Mm-mm. when it comes down to these vaccines. People are screaming about wanting to get back to a life of normalcy and the reality of the matter is, is that no. the smallest portions to get back to normalcy, i.e. mask wearing and vaccination, people are refusing to do. Like my job just, as of tomorrow, if you're not vaccinated at my job, you're fired. Ooh. Period. I work in the healthcare system. They're not having it. If you're not vaccinated, you're fired. And don't think that you're going to get unemployment benefits because you will not be eligible. So, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. Y'all won't. Tried the lockdown. Y'all didn't want to stay in the house. Uh-huh. Brought out the vaccinations. Got a little headway. Y'all start acting fool again. Now, everybody wants to take their mask off. You know, took your mask off. And now, first of all, first of all, Go on. First of all, mm. I, I, I know the last time that we talked, we were talking about the Delta variant and the Delta variant two. I need y'all to understand. Within a span of less than a month, we now have not only the Delta variant, Mm-mm. not only Delta two. Mm-mm. We have Lambda, we have Iota, we have Kappa, and Mu just came out last week. Mu. <laughs> Lighten, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I hate you. Bitch, but I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm sorry.
1: I, had I to. just I can't help that. It's I hard. just
0: don't get it. I don't get it. So now people, this is gonna bring out even more rage because now folks are really gonna be saying that people are trying to infringe on their rights as a human being or as a citizen of the United States because now you're forcing vaccines in people. I don't get it. What first, other alternative do you have? I mean, at first it
1: was none of them are FDA approved. Now that Pfizer has full approval from the FDA. I really want to know what is your reasoning for it. Because sooner, very soon, they're already saying employers, what's going to happen is sooner or later, they're going to say to get any type of governmental assistance, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Like, yes, and if people love to sit here and think in their minds, in the back of their minds, oh, they can't do that. That's unconstitutional. Yes, but they can
0: this the cancers. they can and the crazy part about they can wanting one of the vaccines to be approved uh, to be FDA approved y'all say y'all don't trust the government and what they put in vaccines but then you want the government to approve the vaccine that they're putting out do y'all not know that the FDA is government run so you want the government to say that it's okay
1: before you take it? And did you not know majority of the medications that you take while in the hospital technically still considered trials and don't have full FDA approvals in the first place? Did y'all not know that? Oops, I let out a cat a little. So not y'all
0: here. all kicking and screaming for what? Nothing. While we're still out here dying and people getting
1: sick and all this other shit? Well... I guess you could say that could segue into the next half of the COVID announcement. TSA increases fines for individuals who refuse to follow face mask mandates. Baby. This is an excerpt coming from USA Today. The new fines for those who refuse to wear masks take effect Friday. Would be 500 to to $1,000 for first-time offenders. And 1000 to 3000 for repeat offenders. Children under the age of two and those with certain disabilities are exempt. The executive order announced Thursday... Also ensures that mask requirements remain in place and other methods of transportation that do not fall under TSA mandate. I can tell y'all this right now, honestly and truthfully. Y'all keeping a mask on on public transportation. They are never going to come off. It's just you not just get happen. get used to wearing them on public transportation because I'm willing to bet you even after the pandemic, you're still going to have to wear them on public transportation.
0: Yeah.
1: You're still going to have to wear it It's
0: going to be a thing. And my thing is, child, y'all, <laughs> y'all have acted a whole ass on these airplanes. Fights. Fights. Mid-air fights. Mid-air fights. Fucking flight attendants having to duct tape people to seats. Just so they can get to their
1: destination and land in peace.
0: Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? All because you don't want to wear a mask? put on your mask put on your fucking mask go the fuck to sleep and shut the fuck up till you get to your destination how hard is that it's not it's really how not how hard is that i don't under I, I don't understand this logic i don't understand this new surgence of mentally unstable folks because that's what y'all look like mm-hmm. i have never in my life witnessed so many people Fighting and causing a ruckus on airplanes and in airports in my life. I've never seen it. Since COVID happened, y'all motherfuckers been fighting on fighting in airports on the plane trying to cuss out like flight attendants, fighting flight attendants, hitting flight. But y'all want to travel. Since you do realize that when you do that, you are on the no fly list.
1: Yes. Forever. Yes. Talk about it. Because people forget that. If you sit here and assault a flight attendant, let alone start a fight, or engage in a fight mid-air, you're getting added to the no-fly
0: list. It's a federal offense, You're
1: not going to be able to board another plane ever again.
0: So then when you can't go nowhere, what you going to do?
1: I would hate to be the person that has to drive from the East Coast all the way to the West if I had to get to California.
0: I would love to see the bitch that thinks that she going to drive to Puerto Rico.
1: I'd love to see the bitch that thinks that they're going to be able to get to Mexico and actually make the entrance of the daggone Excuse me, the cruise ship because you can't fly and 9 times out of 10 like yeah you probably can get to New York or something but what if the ship actually boards in Miami because they normally do listen I I just I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all but y'all need to find something new to do um, somewhere to go they're also adding a lot of your vacation spots on the do not travel list currently right now Mm. um yeah I think y'all need to sit down have seats. Find yeah. something to do with your lives. Instead of trying to make others complicated, let alone the fucking flight attendants that risk their lives, damn it, a whole pandemic to service you niggas.
0: I have so many friends that are flight attendants. Same. That have lost so many of their coworkers due to COVID. So many. Lost them. But they continue to go. Because to, they, they got to work. They got to make a living. I have to. But you all are not looking at it from their standpoint. I am risking my... People were... uh, First of all, like, after 9-11, the the fact that flight attendants went back to work after that, Uh risking their lives yet again. So here we are in the middle of a global pandemic, and they're coming to work because they got to work, risking their lives, and your repaying is to start a fight and cuss them out for doing their job.
1: And that's how I tell you, y'all start fights for the dumbest shit. Y'all literally will start fights over the dumbest shit ever. That bitch looked at me funny. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Oh, she took my bag. She took my pencils. The Well, bitch, then maybe you need to move over a little bit more.
0: You know what went on wholesale once COVID started? What? The audacity, bitch. The audacity. Because the girls have it. And they have it in abundance.
1: You know, audacity flew out the window a while ago. Because these niggas got the nerve. It's a difference between the two. Because you can have the audacity, but then you have people that have the nerve. People that have the nerve don't give a fuck. It's a bogo, but I won't get one. Exactly. Audacity is one thing. But niggas have the nerve. It's crazy. They will challenge you. They will say, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Call the cops. Do what you need to do. So you're willing to go on a no-fly list over some dumbass bullshit.
0: You willing to go to jail over this? You did Like, that's the shit that be giving me. This is the hill you're going down? When you just could have sat there, put on your fucking mask, and got to your destination to have your fun and do whatever it is you wanted to do. But instead... I'm done. We can move on because I can go on there for
1: upshot. Oh, Y'all just stupid. I'm going to forewarn everyone, Marlon's going to probably be triggered <laughs> up until he starts his
0: stupid. And then when I start mine, I'm still going to be triggered because stupid. Just, just fucking
1: stupid. He has to all over the place. Just
0: fucking stupid.
1: All right. So let's get on to the scroll. on, Girl, I know you feel your legs. I know you feel them. You don't, actually. Let me take that back. You don't feel them. You got that static feeling in there. Get up, white and flesh, girl. It's time for Scroll On. Now, in today's first case, okay? Today's first case. We know he didn't put the woman first, but apparently he didn't put the dogs first either. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fucking ignorant, I hate you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> in no way, shape, or form do we condone animal cruelty, I mean, but in this instance, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and those without gender, the joke literally wrote itself. It did. So, let's talk about why Jaheim is in high water. Shall we? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A mess. A mess. Apparently, and I'm reading this from MyCentralJersey.com. Is literally an excerpt. One mixed breed Pit Bull Terrier was infantized, and of, and the other 14 dogs were examined and released to Long Hill Kennel in the township, the prosecutor said. Jaheim Hogland, 44, was charged with third-degree animal cruelty and failure to provide necessary care to an animal. A disorderly person's offense. Now, when they got into the details, which I'm not going to read, I was mortified as a dog lover because I, I can give a bit in peace. They were in, like, water-filled crates, and the water was, like, brown. It was, like, water and feces. Like animal feces Jesus and urine, Jesus and Jesus. and literally, they said one—if I'm not mistaken—one of the dogs had um was near death in this article. Like literally near death because they were that malnourished. They found, oh, <laughs> they found fifteen dogs. Fif- first of all, what why do you have that many dogs in the first place? Why? And most importantly, because of the fact that he has a history. Of not returning the court, they're basically trying to hold him without bond.
0: Pretty much, because you're going, you're going to jail.
1: You're going to. First of all, I've always said this: the law is two things. The law does not play with. That is a child and an animal. Baby, your ass is going away. You best keep it cute about them too. Okay, keep them cheeks clenched a little (laughs) bit. I don't know. How, I don't know what to tell you, but I know one thing. One thing for sure. Two things for certain.
0: They're gonna put the book on your ass, and fifteen dogs, and and some of them had been be euthanized. Oh but, yeah, baby. It's it's a wrap for you. It's a
1: wrap because you have you now have an animal cruelty charge on top of your tax charge that took place a few years ago. Like I'm really they. It was one neighbor that called in and said they saw a puppy in distress, and it opened this huge can of worms. So. So It literally started just like that. Shit rolled from the top and made its way
0: to the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, you I always up.
1: I knew Jaheen was a nigga that we couldn't trust when he wore that fucking suit to Whitney's funeral. Listen. I man. will never, ever, ever forgive him for that shit. That was disgusting. It was deplorable, and it just let me know his
0: character. Baby, when he showed up looking like sun-dried cocoa puffs, you that's when like I the, knew I was done.
1: You mean the pe- the pet name, the pet name, slipback?
0: Baby, he looked like a pip named chalkback. That's it was wrong. Chalkback, chalkback, because he went from being chocolate to chalk. It don't make sense.
1: I mean, I, f- I feel for the brother, I do, but in the same sense, you also know how the law looks upon animal mm-hmm. cruelty. Your ass is going to jail. Going to fucking you're go- jail. You're going. In the words of Ian Perez,
0: you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to jail, bitch. <laughs> uh-uh.
1: For real. For real. Uh. Okay. While we're on the topic of for real, for real, let's talk about how reality is taking a turn for the words Oh
0: my god.
1: So over the week, CBS announces a new reality show entitled. Drum roll, please. The activists. Can, okay, before you go
0: into this. <laughs> go ahead. I'm I'm waiting. I'm willing to wait. Can, can we pause just for a second? Because I just want to know. How did Who thought that it was a great idea To make a reality TV show called The Activist? Those them two conferences just don't meet. Reality TV and activist You All right. Go ahead.
1: It's an acronym I'm going to create, and I'm going to let the world know about um, when I'm done with this, but I'm going to read excerpts from the New York Post on this topic here. According to Deadline, the Activist is a competition series that features six inspiring artists teamed with three high-profile public figures working together to bring meaningful change to one of three vital, important world causes, health, education, and environment. Usher is listed as one of the judges, by the way. Let's start there and keep on going. Mm. Um, Competitors will face off in in challenges to promote their causes and their success must be measured using social media engagement and judges' judgment. The three teams' main goal is to create effective movements that amplify their message and drive action and advance them to the G20 summit in Rome, Italy, according to Dateline. I'm really trying to understand something here. And I I I I I I kind of doing this for a reason because I'm trying to find why this was a need for a reality show. Yeah. I never knew we could turn activism into a competition show.
0: Like uh, uh, activism into activism. You mean, you mean the thing where people stand up for causes for and fight for what's right now it's a competition? Now it is a competition. It is all about social media
1: engagement. So do you want to create a reality show? Let me let me summarize this for y'all. They want to create a rally show a reality show for insta activists. Cause that's exactly what this is. A fitna activist on Instagram that is carrying so much about black issues or issues that are considered socially conscious they turned it into a reality show and I'm want to bet you there's gonna be money or oh we're gonna help you launch your own nonprofit organization to help these people opposed to using the same resources used to create a fucking competition show and actually get to set causes that need help how are you judging someone's ph- um, excuse me philanthropy work I'm really trying to understand this. Because it's really, I'm really confused. Like, are we
0: that bored? Have we run out of content? Like, is it that bad? We have. And this is my thing. This would have been a really great show with minor tweaks. Number one, this would have been a great show if you would have not made it a fucking competition, number one. Hello. Let's start there. But why didn't y'all just make it a show where. I don't know. You get celebrities who are phila- philanthropists. Philanthropists. You see the,
1: y'all see that tongue worm? I, I thought it was just me. Philanthropists. It's it, it tied up it the out. tongue. Tied yeah. up the tongue just a little bit. That's just not get continue.
0: celebrities that are already great philanthropists to then take in these organizations or these activists and give them tips, guides and how to's mm-hmm. to further their cause and work and make it very documentary style instead of making it a competition I think people would have been really invested in watching that I'm trying to understand why this was even an idea for a show I mean but it's already out there it's already out there the shit is on the grass We just uh, are but you going to pick it up but, or but leave like,
1: it but why is this a show it,
0: <laughs> friend we both try to figure this out but it's there it's but, there, but, but,
1: but it, it, why is it a show? I don't know. I,
0: I need don't answers, know.
1: Because it, why is it? Why are we being stupid? I, why is there a show Why is there a show trying to create insta activists? Why is this a competition? Because it's all rave. That's why. Uh, so we're going to do survivor oh my god let's sprint over to this cause and get help get them donations oh my god we helped you raise a thousand dollars good luck good luck to your cause next cause breast cancer what are we going to do we're going to help raise like $5, now a five thousand dollars let's go. Let's, go let's go <laughs> let's go oh my god we're going to go over to the next cause AIDS and HIV oh my god let's raise money there yay guys oh my god thank you so much for your efforts how much money did we win for helping people with causes that we Normally, what it do if there was no incentive for it?
0: Because why is there an incentive? The incentive is the activism. I was really, activists I'm, don't do it for me.
1: I'm really, like, I'm sorry, I really bugged out on this. I held my response for this for so long. Why is this happening? Why this is? This is stupid. It's dumb. It's a waste of time. It's dumb. I don't get it. You could have took the resources and money that you used to create said show and just donate to the actual causes that needed.
0: And you could have recorded your process and made it a documentary and then put it out.
1: Not make it a competition. That's it. But America. Capitalism. I think we don't need to go any further than that. We (laughs) really don't. I don't think we need to go any further than that. Um, well, (laughs) speaking of America... Let's talk about America's favorite sweetheart, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Her father has filed a petition to end her conservatorship. Okay. Uh, hello? <laughs> talk about it. Um, in a quotation that I'm reading directly from NPR.org, it says, as Mr. Spears has said again and again, all he wants is what's best for his daughter. The document says, if Ms. Spears wants to terminate the conservatorship and believes that she can handle her own life, Mr. Spears believes she should get that chance. Judge Brenda Penny, who oversees the case, will need to approve the move. There is no immediate reply to an email seeking comment from Britney Spears' attorney. Hmm. So, if you guys are not familiar, after Britney Spears had that very public meltdown a few years ago, 13 to be exact, um, she was placed on a conservatorship that she's been trying to get out of as of late. Um, This also includes calling out her father, her sister, and everyone else that enabled them to keep her restrained of the same conservatorship. Um, I think us and all of the Britney fans have always said that it's time to let her out of this and let her live her life. Because what we didn't know is that Britney has been
0: wanting to stop doing music. Been wanting to for a long ass time. But are we really surprised? Because it showed. It showed a lot. I was like, when everyone loved that
1: la- The Glory Project, I'm like, no. This ain't it. No.
0: I think we up uh, well, I can't say all of us. This is an eye statement. Okay. After Blackout I dropped out. I loved Fatale, though.
1: I didn't get a chance to really listen to it. I loved Fatale. I'm sorry. She slayed. Especially when the girls were still trying to figure out how to ride and how to really get the E D. M track. I was, mm-hmm. like Britain gave you a full album of it. Nice. And it was just everything in life. Um much all the best to Miss Spears, okay? Please. And, and getting your freedom, and actually standing up. And it made me a little sad when I recall one of her most recent Instagram posts that she was so happy that she had got an iPad. I'm like, an iPad? You're you're excited about an iPad. Britney
0: Spears? But then when
1: you think about it, the conservatorship really takes over your life. Like, she didn't even have access to her finances like that. It had to go through... Like, basically, imagine you having a manager, but that manager doesn't just manage your business and manage every move of your life. That's a conservatorship.
0: That's, no. No. That woman's grown. Leave her alone. She ain't been wanting to do music for a long-ass time. A long periodically time. Give her her coin and move on.
1: So, and let's talk about Miss raven Simone. She comes up today. Um, She recently appeared on a podcast called Pride. Okay, and she revealed that Disney actually came to her when it came to Raven's home and asked her did she want to consider having Raven Baxter become a lesbian Hmm. Um, if you guys remember that so Raven you remember the character that she famously portrays Raven Baxter Mm -hmm. now Raven Baxter has never been a lesbian has never questioned her sexuality on said television show that's so Raven Right. Uh, for the spinoff which speeds it up to current date it has Raven as a divorcee and a mother of two. Um, she did not want to be portrayed as a lesbian through her character, and this is what she had to say via that podcast. I'm reading this excerpt from the Daily News. Um, the reason I said no wasn't because I wasn't proud of who I am or didn't want to represent the LGBTQ community in any way, Raven Simone so host Levy Chambers. It's because Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter is Raven Baxter. And there's no reason for me to change the human that she was in order to fit the actress that played her. Boom. Now, if you guys didn't understand what she was basically saying is, like I just said, Raven Baxter is, to our knowledge, a cisgender heterosexual woman. Period. Just because Raven Simone is a lesbian that is married to a woman does not mean that Raven Baxter needs to turn into a lesbian just because Raven plays her. And last time I checked, the only stipulation she has is she just didn't want Raven to have any boyfriends.
0: Which is fine. But you know what I find really interesting about this? Even though it's coming from... I'm assuming that Pride is like a LGBT podcast. Mm -hmm. This whole narrative around... the gay agenda and people feeling like... We're pushing homosexuality on kids, kids specifically, because Uh, that's the excuse that everybody likes to come up with is that you got to worry about the kids and what your kids are going to see and blah, 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 uh, and snackly.
1: You wasn't worried about those snot-nosed-ass fucking kids when you was letting them watch the WAP video. (sighs) You wasn't worried about those those snot-nosed-fucking kids. When you were sitting here drinking, drinking wine, bringing them into the liquor store, bringing them with you to the black man and all the other shit. Now all of a sudden, because it's two people of the same gender kissing on television, you give a fuck.
0: Girl, fuck you. That part. So I find it very interesting that that was even a question considering the fact that everyone is so concerned about this gay agenda, which I will continue to say as a a car-carrying citizen of now 38 going on 39 years, I don't understand why I haven't gotten a copy of this agenda, but whatever. I think that's crazy. But go off-raven for that. I did not get my disability benefits yet. Well, you know. Um, While we're here, I'm going to
1: stick a little... I want to talk about something real quick. What's going on? You know, um, it came to mind... You know, um, I want to know, and I really want to ask, I really want to bring on someone that is heterosexual that feels the way that, um, little bussy feels. Um, I want to bring them on because at this point, I really want to know why we are so concerned about children when you went on to a public platform and openly stated that you paid a prostitute to perform fellatio on your underage child at the time
0: pause let's call it what it is you paid a prostitute to rape a child continue um it's
1: also been like i'm really trying to understand why you also have people that are teaming up with you like Jocelyn who agrees who basically came out and said that her daughter doesn't even own a television but meanwhile last time i checked you were getting your pussy pops and showing your breasts on your little syndicated television show For all the world to see with your fucking boyfriend. But you don't want your daughter to see two same gender people actually show that they love each other. Let alone the fact that you're bisexual your damn self. Self
0: Self-proclaimed. Ten toes down. Bisexual woman. You openly state you're bisexual. I'm
1: really confused. But
0: you don't want your daughter to see that shit.
1: Like, I feel like with everything Lil Nas X does, we end up in a whole thing. Like, y'all all all got up in arms when he showed that he, like, basically was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Uh, But everyone talks about, you have artists that spoke about, oh, I felt like I was having a child when I had a baby, when I had an album. But then they actually pulled up receipts of in media in times where black men were portrayed on television as being pregnant but we're up in arms and need to think about the kids because it's Lil Nas X. Like, I just said, you did not give a fuck about those snot-nosed-ass kids. You barely give a fuck about them.
0: Would y'all do us a favor and say y'all hate gay people and you know? go? Just go! Just do it. Because y- you you show your hand every time. And I have to commend Lil Nas X at every turn Ooh. simply because... He is a marketing genius, and he is a professional troll, Mm -hmm. and he gets exactly what y'all give him every time. Every move he makes is calculated and it's precise to Mm -hmm. get the very attention that you all are giving every time. And you don't realize that every time you go up in arms about... Something that he does, you are putting more money in his gay ass pockets and he loves it because y'all some simple bitches. You just can't help yourself. The homophobia is so fucking real. The gay hate is so real that you just cannot help yourself. Every time he do something, y'all so concerned about gay folks, but you can't stand gay folks and you don't understand it. But y'all always got our names in your mouth. I don't get it. He don't get it, but he gets it enough to say, all right, bitch, so if my name is always going to be in your mouth, I'm going to make sure it's always in your mouth, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to be laughing my gay ass to the bank every time. Y'all need to pick something to be mad at for real. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many of your favorite artists that have talked about giving birth to new art. Yes. This album is my baby. So many of them have done this. Male and female. Uh-huh. But because Lil Nas X has taken it a step further in an age where we are celebrating and honoring art and expression in ways that we haven't done ever. And that he's a gay man that's doing it. And furthermore, let's take it another step further. The reason, the bigger reason why y'all got a problem with it is because he's a black, gay, proud man.
1: Bigger.
0: And he is also not associating or juxtaposing himself next to white gay black gay men. Which makes y'all even more infuriated. Let's call it out.
1: I'm really, I'm just tired. I'm tired of having to have this conversation. I'm tired of having to go against y'all homophobia. Like Marlon said, if y'all hate gay people, just say it. And
0: And Boosie, if you don't hurry up and suck a fucking dick, please.
1: I never met a straight man in my life. So obsessed with what gay men do. I want y'all to really understand something here. Because I really held in my read because we were on break. I really did. But I never met someone in my life that is so obsessed with what gay people do. Like, Lil Nas X could breathe. Lil Boosie got a problem with it. What about the kids, man? You ain't care about the fucking kids when you set them up with prostitutes. No. Half of y'all sitting here agreeing with him. You ain't seen your kid in how many months? Years? Do you know if it's yours or not? I just don't get it. You really care enough to go to a motherfucking PSA meeting. A PSA, uh excuse me. A PSA meeting. You don't care. All of a sudden, oh, we need to watch this. Last time I checked, your child is on YouTube for hours and you don't know what the fuck they're watching.
0: First of all, half of y'all kids got Instagram accounts and they ain't even old enough
1: to have it. They already know how to trick you, sis. They have a a backup Instagram that all their friends really know about that they post all their racy pictures and pop shit with their friends. But y'all want us to worry about snot-nosed ass kids that we got no pleasure in doing, and making.
0: I just want y'all to go away.
1: No pleasure in it whatsoever. Raise your kids, mind your business, and shut the fuck up. Leave us alone. I promise you we ain't thinking about you at all. Let alone what you do in the bedroom, and contrary to belief, bruh, if women
0: barely want you, we don't either, honey. I, honey, I need some of you straight motherfuckers to understand. A, a, a vast majority of y'all, you are not the flavor of the week, month, or anything over Mm-mm. here. We don't want you. Mm-mm. We don't. Mm-mm. So you need to stop worrying about and obsessing over us trying Mm-mm. to get at you because no. Mm-mm. No. Anybody paying attention to you like that? Don't I care? Go away. I promise you no one
1: cares. But while we're telling off people, I guess the Justice Department decided they wanted to tell off Texas. Mm. So, I'm not sure if you guys have been under a bubble. But, um, yeah, the abortion thing is taking off. I'm really trying to understand why. And this one, I don't even need to read the synopsis. I kind of could tell you verbatim from my own mouth. Texas has placed a ban on abortions after six weeks if you guys have any Type of knowledge of how a woman's body works a woman doesn't even know that she's pregnant until it's two months in That is nine times out of ten if they are not like if they really have no clue They probably will not know that they're pregnant until close to two months and also this ban it exempts basically rape or sexual assault. So meaning, if you waited, if you didn't find out that you were pregnant until almost two months later, you're stuck with having to have carry the child to full term. I'm really trying to understand why. First of all, shout out to the Justice Department, the Department of Justice for actually having to do this. Right. But I'm really trying to understand why in in all these years. Why are we still allowing men? And I'm a man and I can say this because I don't consider myself a feminist. I just know a lot of women. I am really trying to understand why a man is trying to tell what a woman should do with her body. I really am bothered by that. Last time I checked, if you did not have any type of enjoyment from the creation of said child, your say means nothing is null and void. Who are you to tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her own body? They're trying to challenge Roe versus Wade again. I need y'all to wake up because, unfortunately, other states besides Texas is starting to catch on to this. And the last time I checked, Jersey is actually one of them.
0: I'm,
1: I'm, Like, I promise you, we left and things were already starting to get a disarray. We came back and it was just all hell breaks loose.
0: I don't understand, y'all. I don't
1: get it. I don't understand why men with money are trying to make decisions for women that basically are are middle or lower class.
0: They believe women are possessions.
1: And that's not the case. It's it's, it's just, Like, it's enough to me as another form of population control. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. I can say it because I feel it to be true. I feel like it's another form of population control. Like, it does not make sense. It ain't acting up. Somebody ain't doing the math right.
0: At all. The math ain't mathing.
1: The math is far from mathing.
0: It just don't make sense. I need y'all to get off it. Get off of Get off of women. Allow women. Not even allow. Fuck you. Women exist. Fuck you. They are people. It's not even allowed. A woman shouldn't be allowed
1: to do anything. If she. that's what she wants to do, she should already have the right to do so. She's a woman and she exists. Exactly. So it, she can do what the fuck she wants. She's the one up. that has to carry said
0: child. Like You don't make that Because you bitch like of- a And then on top of that, so, as I saw on this TikTok from this girl that I follow now, she has some really pertinent questions that I thought were really interesting, and I feel like we need answers to these questions. So, where are the harsher penalties for rapists, since y'all want to tell women that they can't have abortions? So, where's the extra money for people that work in foster care and... People that are handling children that are being cast away because the women didn't want the baby in the first place. So nine times out of ten, they probably give them up for adoption. Mm-hmm. So where's where's the extra money for them to be taken care of?
1: Do you have the Do you have the actual space available? Because I don't know if you guys are familiar with any form of foster care. It's not like overnight they'll have somewhere to stay. It's probably not five now,
0: star yeah. hotels, baby. They, it's not. It's not. So, where are, the, it's not. are you all planning to build more facilities? Are you planning to hire more people? Because I know it's a lot of people that don't have the degrees to do this type of work. So, what what are you, you going to do? Where's Where's that at? Are you prepared for what you're setting yourself up for?
1: But if it happens to little Hannah, I'm willing to bet you your ass is going to sit here and fight tooth and nail for her to get that abortion.
0: Where are the therapists that you're going assign to assign to these children that are in homes that they... Really aren't really welcome to because they didn't want to have them there in the first place.
1: If they barely have therapists for people that have gone through wars, and let alone black people mm-hmm. in America, what makes you think they're all the of therapy? Oh, exactly. But I'm, them I'm them asking them
0: questions that that need to be answered because y'all so can, focused since, on the abortion.
1: Since a woman can't terminate a pregnancy, and you're forcing her into going to trauma to actually go full time with a pregnancy, I really want the answers to said questions because you're not offering said service. Because the minute that she goes to WIC, you're going to look at her like, well, I don't know why the fuck you're here. You shouldn't have never got pregnant. Well, I tried to handle said situation, and here the fuck we are. Here we are. Get, I don't... I, mm. Get
0: me off this ship. Get me off this ship. I just can't.
1: It's ghetto, and I need everyone to just pay attention because it is bad. But we go from bad to worse. Um, while we were away... We did learn of the passing of Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. But there is a bigger problem at hand. Um, Through his autopsy, they found out that he had fentanyl in his system. Now, because fentanyl has become a very popular topic as of late, I felt the need to go into a full... Explanation because this is not even on a joke tip, this is actually very serious. Extremely, um, a lot now. I have a member of law enforcement that's in my family that's saying now she's seeing um fentanyl based, like basically fentanyl lace, my pardon me, marijuana being sold in North and Elizabeth over here in Jersey. But I felt the need to go into detail as far as to why fentanyl is dangerous. Hmm. So, I am going to be reading directly, because this is the best article I can find on fentanyl. I'm going to be reading from SantaFeNewMexican.com. And the name of the actual article is Fentanyl. What is it and why it's so deadly? This came out on the 4th. It was created as a prescribed painkiller with the potency estimated at 80 to 100 times that of morphine. Fentanyl, a synthetic opioid often appears as a small blue pill with the number 30 and the letter M etched in its its suicides. The Federal Drug Enforcement Administration has found 26% of the tablets tested for the drug contain a lethal dose of 2 milligrams or more. Cheap, potent, and highly addictive fentanyl is now a draw for drug dealers who cut costs and increase profits by mixing it with illegal narcotics such as heroin or selling it on its own. And it's y'all. I don't think y'all understand how bad it has gotten. And this is just literally New Mexico. That I'm gonna go a little further down. In 2016, the state saw 45 fentanyl-involved overdose deaths. The number gradually increased to 129 deaths Mm in 2019, and over 300 in 2020. Sure. Okay. Terrible. Y'all need to understand something. We don't judge people or yuck people's yums, but the main people that would see the effects of fentanyl or end up getting a batch of fentanyl and not realizing that they got it are people that do cocaine, for the most part. Co- cocaine and heroin. Because of the fact that I think the streets has not seen actual cocaine since 2016, Because it's now that expensive. So what you're getting instead of cocaine is actually fentanyl mixed with laxative. And now from what I'm being told is some people are actually starting to lace marijuana with it. The smallest dose of fentanyl is lethal to the body. The smallest dose. The smallest dose. And this is making people OD left and right. I need y'all to really pay attention and understand that this is not a game. People are actually dying. Like, this is deeper than a regular opioid where they might be spaced out or have to get hospitalized. No, these people are flat out dying. And it's deep. The funny part was I was watching Raising Canaan and recently they got into the topic of fentanyl. Mind Mm -hmm. you, this is back in the 90s. Um... Where originally they thought it was a different version of crack or that they could sell, but the minute that they actually go and held the fentanyl, they took it in too much. So automatically your heart starts racing and then it just stops.
0: Oh my gosh, man. I
1: need everyone to take a heed to this. I know some people love to sit here and party and go on trips and do different types of drugs, but nine times out of ten, you don't know what's in said drugs and like I said people are dying Yeah, like really fucking dying it's been besides Michael K. Williams I was also reading it's another comedian, his name is Gacy right now, who had a similar death where they found fentanyl in his system
0: it's just it's sad man didn't you also say that they're putting it in meth too Mm
1: mhm they're cutting it with everything oh. they're cutting it with everything they're even getting to the point now from the first down the article where they're able to actually make it have it manipulated to look like an over the counter prescription type of drug
0: over the counter
1: oh my
0: gosh that
1: cause the pill like honestly it shows you in the actual article cause you can see it it shows you what the actual pill looks like Let's see It looks like a regular pill. That's fentanyl. But if you crush enough of those pills, it doesn't look like that. It'll look like cocaine.
0: That is insane.
1: And it's taking out our people like flies. And it's not just us, but it's mainly growing with us in numbers. So, I need you all. I'm going to do a little bit more research. We're going to revisit this. Because I want to give a little bit more statistics. Because I... Literally went to start doing the research to even get deeper into the topic of fentanyl. And I promise you, there were pages after pages of articles in certain states with numbers and how bad fentanyl has gotten in that city or that state. It's bad. Like, I chose New Mexico because, honestly, they gave the best one of them all.
0: Yeah.
1: But... I had one from there, you were right there I had one from Omaha, Mm -hmm. Nebraska I was seeing one for I was seeing several of them for California Like Yeah, it's bad y'all It's terrible But we're gonna refill these cups Like I said, I'm gonna revisit the topic of fentanyl To give y'all a little bit better synopsis And I promise you I will have it by next episode We're gonna take a quick break And we're gonna be right What? Bad? Oh, I noticed something. What's up? I noticed that we didn't receive any listener letters or anything yet. <sighs> you know, it's upsetting me and my homegirls mm-hmm. because you know we didn't do anything to deserve this. Not at all. My inbox is bare. Yes, it's empty. It needs listener letters.
0: What? What, what are y'all waiting on? I don't, you know. I, you know. You know. I, I'm kind of going you know. to. Y'all got crying again. I don't know why y'all do this. <sighs> every time. Every time. Oh I, we, God, we know, fall out of my seat. We know you're listening, and you just refuse to write in. You ain't even got to, like, you know. They barely want to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, She's crazy. I don't understand because y'all be listening on Apple Podcasts. We see the numbers.
1: We see them.
0: Okay. Tell the hoes how you feel, Ho Nation. What is y'all doing? <laughs> Send in your listener letters quickly, expeditiously
1: to wryh podcast at gmail.com.
0: That's right. Or slide in a DM at W-R-Y-H podcast on Instagram and the Twitters. Because mm-hmm. you know we there or whatever. Y'all running out of excuses and I'm about five seconds of losing my shit. That's some bullshit. Y'all need to get on it. We need to see some letters and some reviews now. now!
1: We gonna get back to the show now. Let's I think we're let let gonna check my check my eye makeup and then we gonna get back. That's, that's right.
0: right. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh,
0: we're back like, like, like a, a heart attack. Ooh, child. we're back. Not back to back heart attacks. That's terrible. Ooh, we're back.
1: <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Ooh. that's why I felt into my spirit. I said, <laughs>
0: Oh my God!
1: All right, I'm done. I promise.
0: All right, y'all. So this this pot, this pot, is so big. It's so big because you know y'all know how I am when I start a pot. I'm going through a lot. Okay, y'all been wrecking my nerves. It's been things on my brain. So we are here uh-huh. to my segments of stirring the pot. Okay. So I felt like it was only right considering the things that we just experienced over the last three weeks. To talk about it. To talk about things. And this edition of Stirring the Pot, I have labeled each a Who Raised You Hoes exclusive because you hoes have acted a fool since we've been gone. So the first one up on... The list is Who Raised You Hoes, the death and bereavement edition. Now, folks, let's talk about it real quick. Mm. For anyone that has ever experienced a death in family, particularly close family, you know that there is something about when a loved one dies that just transforms people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They become a little different.
1: Especially when they
0: ask. They start showing their whole ass, Not just whole surprise. and all. They,
1: they they kind of spread the cheeks They do, the they
0: do, and it's 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 normally not clean either. No, it's just funky and nasty and mercy. It, it reminds you so
1: much of that homophobic guy that didn't have a problem with gay people in air quotation marks, but keep that gay shit away from me. With like with your dusty ass, all white air forces, sir, go sit down. Go your, it your white tea was dingy.
0: Dingy. Just dingy. What is it about death that brings out the worst in people? No matter the circumstances. Because, I don't know about y'all, but everybody ain't got money. Everybody ain't got insurance policies. Everybody ain't got last will and testaments. A lot of us are dying with not a penny. Yes. But folks still find a way. To try and get a penny. To act a fool.
1: Still trying to get a penny. I'm really confused. Like, it for some odd reason, it brings out the ugly in the family. For some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you find out exactly who someone is and their true colors while in the midst of breathing.
0: Yeah. And you find out their motivation for their relationship while the person was alive when they died. Mm-hmm. Most people show their hand as soon as that person passes. Because then it all of a sudden it becomes about, well,. Where the money at? Can I get? I need. We need this. We need that. And it's like, are we not grieving? Are,
1: are we grieving the same person? What
0: is the focus here? Why?
1: Uh, are, why? Am I, why is my morning looking different than yours?
0: Why is it starkly different from yours? Why am I focusing on making sure everybody's okay, making space for conversation? connections. I'm still emotional in my damn self. Yeah. But here you are. Drunk and stupid.
1: I mean, the drunk we expected, but stupid. But stupid. So, you know.
0: You could say that, sis. We don't really need her here. Why Why are you here? Why is she stupid? Why are we being stupid? Why are we being dumb? I don't get it. I don't get it. Not, like And then it caused the questions like How do you even navigate these spaces in order to keep your peace and sanity while you're grieving? You have to ignore
1: them. That's the best way I can say it is when in the midst of grieving, there's a lot of shit you just got to ignore. Like, they're stressing me out, but not right now.
0: But it's so hard to do that when you're in the thick of everything, especially, like I said, considering the people that passed in both of our lives recently. They were both like prominent figures you know what i'm saying i i know the importance and the relationship that you have with your granny yes and how what she meant to you and like my fucking dad like i was named after him so just so it's like trying to grieve and then navigate dumb people shit ignoring is kind of hard at least for me it it, it was hard for me to ignore because I'm still fucking dealing with some bullshit. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. It's been long gone. We're almost a month out now. And people still acting the ass. But whatever. So, like, ignoring for me is tough when people keep pushing it in my direction. You mm-hmm. know? Because I've stopped talking to some folks literally. Fair. There are some people like you show me your hand, I know where you stand and you can stand over there.
1: Stand in what you, stand in who you are.
0: 10 toes down sis. I'm going to hold you to it. Stand because in. if you ever get to be in my presence again, I'm going to remind you. Just stand in it. Just stay over there. Don't come over here at all. Just stand in it. But like the motherfuckers that come around and keep pressing the issue. How do you deal with that? It, this is
1: where you have to know, especially when it comes to your mental health, mm-hmm. you're in the midst of grieving. Yes. So right now you're sensitive and anything can trigger you. At some point you have to set, set down and be like, okay let's get through this and then I promise you we can talk about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I promise you. Promise. Let's get through this first. Let's get through this. Then we can talk about that. Right. Because when I talk about that I don't want to be in this mindset. Like, mindset mm. right now. The, right now, I'm I'm liable to, la- to latch out at you. Baby. I'm liable to probably reach across the table and smack the shit out of you. Woo. I'm liable to disrespect your entire life and existence by exposing all of your shit. In the
0: blink of an eye.
1: And bl- I promise you I'm that sensitive right now. Please stop. <laughs> For real. Because I won't care if I do it. I won't care.
0: And then I, something else that I need people to understand... Grief is a journey. Yes it is. It is not something you get over easily. Not even I I I would I would stretch to say that you never get over grieving because what happens is, is that you learn to deal with it as days pass but you never really get over it mm-hmm. because of the absence of your loved one. And that's not to say that because some people get caught in the loop and they do what I like to call um, making a date with depression. The anniversary comes around and then your, your mood changes and you go back I, into that deep hole. And
1: I can honestly say I'm proud of myself when it comes to grieving. I've reached a level of maturity where I no longer celebrate the anniversary of anyone's death. I never will do it. I, I'd rather remember your birthday. I don't want to remember the day you passed because I feel like that's... No, because you didn't... I'm not going to make a consistent date with depression yes. whenever it's the anniversary of your death. No. i rather remember you lively. So i remember rather remember your birthday. Mm-hmm. And that's normally the happiest that most people are throughout the whole year, is their True. birthday. True. So I'd rather remember you during your birthday. Because that's what you would want. Right. But I'm not going to remember the anniversary of your death. I'm not going to do that.
0: And i love that for you, friend, Because I, I, rem- I remember a time when it was harder for you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So... I commend you on that cuz that's fucking dope. And I I take on the same sentiment. Uh-huh. Though <sighs> grieving and death for me is always interesting because only certain people hit me hard when it comes to like being sad or upset and they're not always I guess the people that the general public would suspect. You to be crazy about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when my great-grandmother died, I took it very well. It didn't really affect me as much. And it wasn't to say that we had a terrible relationship or anything like that. But it just did not affect me in that way. Mm-hmm. But when my best friend died, it took me a while. I And I I was done. Done.
1: You know what it is? Like, when I lost my godmother's mom um, mm-hmm. three years ago. It was hard because it was was like one of the closest deaths I've had in a long time. Like, when I lost her because she had a hand in raising me, it took me a while to finally make peace with, it's okay, Mm. it happened, it's going to happen, life's going to go on. in comparison with my grandmother, where... After the service was done, I immediately wanted to get rid of any feelings of sadness. Yes. So now it's to the point where I knew in my mind that my grandmother was going... like I I saw it. I can be transparent. I kind of saw it because she was basically not the lively person I remember her to be right. when I was younger. Like I saw it coming. I saw the dissipation of uh, how her health decreased and how Everything started to take a turn, mm-hmm. and though everything happened within a moment, instantly, for me after the service, I just found myself no longer wanting to shed tears. And I always commend people, especially those of my uh, my friends and loved ones, that were there. But I remember because with when you lost your dad, I didn't know how to be there. Right, it was difficult. And because it's like, I have never, I, I've experienced death on several levels, but I've been blessed to say I haven't lost a parent as of yet. Mm-hmm. So whenever one of my friends was a parent, it's hard for me to be there for them because I'm like, I sympathize on a level because I know that kind of hurt. However, I haven't lost a parent person right. as of yet. Yeah. And the one thing that I commend you on, even in the midst of your grieving, the one thing that you did do with me was, I'm not going to smother you. Mm-hmm. However, I want you to know I'm there if you ever want someone to just vent to. Absolutely. And, um, in those ways, that's not only how you should be for a person while they're going through grieving. You allow that person the space to feel however they feel in the moment. Cry, yell, scream. Mm-hmm. But don't smother them to the point where they close up not wanting to talk or speak ever again about the situation. Yes,
0: You have to be very careful when you're dealing with people that are grieving just because Everyone doesn't take it the same way. Mm -hmm. And we often go into cruise control when someone passes in a friend or a loved one's life because the immediate response is to send condolences, call and check in on you, how are you doing, is everything okay, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And those things, while they're nice and I won't take that away from people. Uh I think that people need to take a step back and really evaluate the person that is grieving and figure out and tailor your care and love for that person to what it is they actually need. Uh, A prime example for me that really kind of turned my thought processes around when it comes to caring for someone that's grieving it's Duran Bernard? Shout out to Duran. Mm. Because his song Sam's Vibe. Have you heard that one?
1: Did you smoke Yes. Have you yet put something on your stomach? Yes. That
0: song was written after someone very close to him passed. And I remember I feel like he made a YouTube video kind of explaining what that was about. It was either YouTube or it was a live. But he was saying that, and in the song he explains it about how don't bombard me with all these condolences and bullshit because that doesn't work for me. And it means nothing. It's empty. It's very superficial. You don't really care. A lot of people do that stuff from a very selfish spot and it's about them in the moment and they don't even realize it Mm -hmm. because you're selfishly trying to be important and a support for this person but you're not doing it according to what this person actually needs and his thing was i don't need all that ask me if i smoke today ask me if i'm hungry did you eat like is everything going okay at home maybe it's you hungry are you hungry did you eat yeah? That type of shit. Did you eat yeah? <laughs> you know, so it's it's very important to to be cognizant of that type of thing when you care for somebody that's grieving. So I mean hell, I got to a point where I didn't even want to talk on the phone at no a certain point. Listen, because I got to that point too, because I I got tired of people calling me and saying the same thing over and over again. It's like, okay, stop, stop. I came in also another one of my friends that literally tried to keep the conversation as normal as possible, even though I was going to crazy, I am
1: like, it's hard. It's
0: hard. Treat me like a human. And I told one of my friends that because they come and they're like, well, I don't know how to be there for you. What can I do in this moment? I said, just treat me like I'm Marlon. Nothing's changed. Yes, I lost my father, but I don't... the The air is already heavy enough up here. I don't need you adding more pressure to it. By reminding me of what's going on, treat me like you always treat me. If we get to that point where I break down or you notice that my energy is shifting in conversation, give me the room and the floor to discuss it and talk about it how I want, at what length I want. But other than that, just treat me like Marlon. That's it. You know, because. If somebody is already dealing with death and grieving, you don't want to push them further down that hole by constantly reminding them of what's going on. And again, some people might like that and want that. There, I know people that somebody dies and then they get selfish and they want the attention. They need it. But that's on you. If that's what you need, fine. But I think that it's more important to... Tailor your care and concern to a person Uh by literally asking them what they need and allowing that person to tell you, this would really help for me right now. I would much rather you laugh and joke with me than for me to cry about it. I would much rather you not call me for a couple of days. I don't want to talk right now. I kind of need a burger, bitch. Can you supply that? Like, those types of things. Instead of like, my deepest condolences, I'm so sorry about your loss. Um, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so... And it's just like...
1: Uh, yeah, you are sorry.
0: <sighs> so, I guess my last question in that is, what do you think would help resolve or avoid this type of behavior where people lose their shit and start acting brand new when somebody dies? <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. <sighs>
1: Let's see... I'm very much a product of my parents Mm -hmm. let alone my mother and how she can be when she's really upset Mm -hmm. so my first thought is to tell them off but no I'm never that type of person see I never show my shade or my reading size because I feel that they don't need to be displayed at all times Mm -hmm. but when you need to be put in checks I mean exactly who do you think you are because the last time I checked Before she died, you didn't have anything. You think that you're going to have something now, and you're really not. Also, on top of that, you want everyone to feel bad for you and feel sorry, when in reality, you didn't come around in years, and all of a sudden, here you are. Front row and center with Kleenex.
0: Shows. Stunts and shows.
1: With the Kleenex. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. No. No. And then you want to be the spectacle of the funeral. Because you want all eyes on you.
0: Selfish, attention-driven bullshit. That's what I'm talking about. That's I, what I'm talking about.
1: I, uh, ugh, I experienced it in one of my few deaths. Not the recent one. Mm-hmm. But I've experienced people really showing their ass. Yeah, <laughs> and, and listen. And that's
0: And that's why... And, and I feel like... What I think needs to happen... Is that... Number one... Ladies and gentlemen, yes. all people falling under my ears, uh, under the sound of my voice right now, start preparing for your exit now. Yes. Last will and testament. Yes. Insurance policy. Yes. Talking to people, getting things in black God and white. yes. You can't avoid so much by having all of your shit mapped out before the day even comes. I know that people have this really weird feeling about talking about death and preparing for it because we don't want to die and we don't want to think about it. The reality of the matter is that it's I all going happen what, to happen. Everyone's going to have a time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I would much rather you be prepared so people that you leave behind don't have to deal with this bullshit. Granted, we can't dictate how people are going to act. Ugh. But what you can do is put in black and white, bitch. When I pass, this is how it's going to go. Fall in line or fall the fuck off. Period. If I got money like that, this person's, this, this person's getting this. This person's getting this. This person's getting this. My belongings go this way. My car go this way. My house go this way. If your name ain't on the list, bitch, kick rocks. Deal with it. You will not be raising no hell in, in in my death. We won't be doing it. No. You're not getting it. Mm-hmm. So t- take care of that shit right now. Get it out of the way so that when you pass, your loved ones do not have to deal with the crazy, selfish motherfuckers that want to be the center of attention.
1: Also, don't be afraid of the conversation about so- about when someone leaves. Do not be afraid of those conversations because the older we get, the more we realize those are necessary Fucking conversation. Yes, they are. Tell me how you want this to go. Give me extreme detail. Do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? How do you want your services to go? Do you want a traditional funeral? Do you want a kickback instead of a regular funeral? Yes. How do you want this to go about with your house? I want everything
0: in writing. Get it all. Write it all down. Go get if that shit notarized. Not if
1: things take a turn for the left and you all of a sudden on life support, do you want to be resuscitated? Hello. Do you want to pull the plug? Yes. Put it out there in plain English for everyone to see, please.
0: You can avoid a lot,
1: especially a lot of family disputes. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Yes,
0: you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> especially for family disputes, yeah. you can wrap all that up in a pretty little bow. I think we need blah 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 blah. Well, they said as it states here in their last will and testament that you ain't getting shit. So shut up. Just, just cry. Do what you got to do. Get a Kleenex. Go you outside. Got, you got to issue. Go your home. T-
1: you got an issue. Get away issue. from me. Here's the tissue. Take it. Bye. It, it sounds very personal to me.
0: Real personal. Real fucking personal. They got personal. shit to do with me. Or the person that's no longer with us.
1: Hello. Because
0: they said so. Right here. Uh-huh. In black and
1: white. Write it out.
0: Bitches. All right. So. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Lord. Speaking of people doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Next up in the Who Raised You Hoes exclusives is the challenge edition. It feels like crates in the sky. <laughs> I, want I want you to go to hell. <laughs> I, so, I tried
1: I tried health insurance, no way. <laughs> I broke my arm and it's in a sling. You know
0: what? Shut up! So, my- <laughs> I'm not letting him go on with this. He's not about to destroy me today. So, the latest craze in all of social media is the fucking crate challenge.
1: Well, was at a point in time, but we're going to continue with this conversation.
0: So, I had to do a little research because the first thing that came to my mind is who the fuck started this shit. So, I did my Googles and it says that the milk crate challenge started life on TikTok. With its origin thought to be a June 2011 video titled, Guy Falls Off Six Milk Crates. And that's from the Washington Post.
1: Oh, it was only six at first.
0: Yes. And then it says the milk crate challenge bounced around online as early as 2011 as a 2011 YouTube video, according to the website Know Your Meme. But it began taking off in mid-August when two Facebook users posted videos of people undertaking the challenge, one of them broadcast live. And that came from NewYorker.com. So that put me in a place to be like, so we're living in the age of monkey see, monkey do, monkey look just like you, huh? We've
1: been in it for years.
0: So... When mama said, if your friends jump off a building, you're going to do it too, so y'all going to do it.
1: So they're going to fall off the of crates and break a bone together. <sighs> they're going to fall off the of crates because it, it's been a few. I just look. I'm like, I promise you, I, before I even see the wobble side to side or even mm-hmm. see them fall, I, already, so I was already turning to be like, no, Listen, cause I can't I watch that part.
0: I have seen some videos that I... First of all, I saw one... This lady fell from that that top peak in the middle and got up and her arm was flailing
1: mm-hmm.
0: broke just i
1: there's no. no there's no cushions <sighs> there, like there's no trampoline, there's nothing to ensure that you're gonna break a limb nothing, but we're doing this because oh I wanna I, I really wanna understand one thing where the fuck did y'all find these crates that's I promise you, I really don't understand where the fuck these crates came from. I swore up and down. I hadn't seen a crate since what? Almost the beginning of high school. I hadn't seen a milk crate? That was back in 2002. Where are y'all finding these milk crates from?
0: There are vinyl collections that are in danger because their storage is no more because the girls are coming for crates. And then it, here's an. You know, I don't even think they make the steel crates anymore. Because I was like, y'all couldn't get nothing sturdier. No. Y'all walking around here with these plastic-ass crates. And what the fuck do y'all get out of these challenges? A broken ball. You can't win. No prize. There's no incentive. Y'all just doing it to be doing it. You watching people break their shit.
1: We still in the middle of COVID. Y'all want to go to the emergency room because you want it to be viral. For all, like, literally, for all of two days.
0: Mind you, the beds are already full, sis. So now you're gonna go and bring your shit in there? Because you wanna walk up a tower of crates?
1: And not to mention, if you go to the emergency room right now, they tell you automatically you need to quarantine after visiting said emergency room. So, why would you be doing this day? Y'all
0: don't believe it's real anyway, so I guess it just don't matter.
1: Listen, they still come up with reasons why they don't wanna get the vaccine, but I. That's a, I mean, that's a conversation for another time and I always respect people's decisions on what they decide to do. But when y'all start sounding more and more stupid, I just have more and more rebuttal. It just
0: don't make no sense. But like when getting back to like this fucking challenge and shit. Mm-hmm. So I wanna understand y'all are really showing how social media has a chokehold on your life. Because y'all watching people do this shit and then you go out and do it yourself. For clicks and views, but you walk after you do that, now you got broken limbs and shit.
1: One girl in particular, I saw her fall and the way she felt, like the top of the crate, you tell it was like twisted. It was like one of the little edges of the outside of the crate and her back fell right onto that. I was like, Oh my god, y'all need to stop. This is getting out of hand. Y'all looking with it more and more stupid like, this is crazy. And like, it's Like, my back hurts for
0: her. Did you get what you wanted?
1: I mean, it, it's giving very much Scarlet takes a tumble. Oh. On speed. On,
0: on speed.
1: <laughs> on speed. I mean, that was not supposed to be funny, but I'm sorry, sis. Sis knew she was doing Scarlett like, takes a tumble. Like, on speed. Classic.
0: And at least Scarlett chose a goddamn cocktail table, bitch. It ain't that far off the ground. You bitches are going feet into the air. And mind you, and you
1: saw even when she fell, you saw how she was holding her back. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone that had to eat that because it's a bunch, a group of people around her. Because you decide you wanted to do the crate challenge.
0: And like, you bitches aren't even like securing the crates to the ground. There's You're no not,
1: padding. There's no padding in case you no fall. No padding.
0: You're not tying the crates together so they don't break under pressure, possibly. You're getting your big 200, 100 plus pound asses up on these crates yeah, that's I, not I men.
1: I'm an advocate for my big boys and my big girls, yes. but I saw a few big boys and big girls decided they wanted to do the crate challenge. I'm like, sis.
0: Now you know. And it's no shade. Holla. Those crates are hollow. Thick as it, but goddammit, you 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 treading on thin ice. That, those crates are hollow. Nothing in them. Nothing in them. And you, here you
1: are taking your um, voluptuous self up the stairway to heaven. Because that's exactly what it felt like. Because the way you fell.
0: I just just can't. I can't. But anywho, moving right along into people doing even crazier things. I'm scared. So the next one up, it's a little bit lighter and a little bit more fun, but it piqued my curiosity. And I'm going to call this one the Who Raised You Hoes? fan edition. Now,
1: be whoa, what whoa. piqued
0: my interest about this is a video that I saw on Twitter of Michael Jackson performing in concert. I've seen this. Now, Michael jumped on a lift
1: of course and is. went
0: high into the sky. And a fan decided yes. to break through the barricades and jump on the lift with him. Now, Michael, being the humanitarian that he is, held on to this man and continued to perform.
1: As a performer should.
0: As he should. The show must go on. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when they got back down to the ground, the motherfucker decided that he didn't want to let go and was holding on to Michael even more. I don't know if any of you have ever witnessed Michael Jackson concerts either in person or on your video screens. Michael but people, his, we, Michael
1: himself used to say he hated Torrey. Yes, he did. He is an actual video where he says, "I hate Torrey. I hate Torrey. I go through
0: hell." People were fainting at the sight of this man. Okay, losing their, watching people have conniption fits over Michael Jackson. When I was a short, it it blew my mind. I was like. What is wrong with
1: you? My favorite Michael Jackson reaction isn't even a fan reaction. Do you remember that one video where Randy was just breaking and it it was a Jackson 5 and Randy was just gyrating and putting his hand behind like his hair behind his ear mm-hmm. and they trying to continue the show and he just is belly rolling and going and I'm like, what?
0: What is this? What's going on
1: here? They're trying to go on with the show, and here you are. And Michael even is puzzled, like...
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anywho. But, yeah, I I just... It's strange. So, have you ever seen in person somebody fangirl out to the point of, like, hysteria? Or if you can think about a moment that you might have seen it, like, somebody posted a video or something... And you were like, girl, you're just you're doing a lot. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: I, see, I've never been... I'm very, very classy. I've it's never done such things. Very classy. Listen, I met Brandy and kept my whole composure together. Okay? So I'll say that. And that was big for me. Um, how about this? No, I haven't seen it.
0: One that I saw that was more recent that... Y'all really be playing with fire when y'all do shit like this too. The clip of the man that pulled Beyoncé offstage. Do you remember that one? No. He, oh my God, I cannot believe you had not seen this video. It was an old clip. I can't remember what tour. But she was singing. I'm trying um, to
1: visualize while he talks about this.
0: Um, I feel like... Can't remember what song she was singing, but she was in the blue cat suit. The Miss Carter show. and he pulled her off of, the,
1: pulled her down off of the stage. It was the Miss Carter show. It's First of all, blue cat suit. Miss Shout
0: story. out to Beyonce security because the the as soon as she got down, she was back on stage. Uh huh. But it was just like, sir, what possessed? What the fuck is wrong with you? What isn't wrong? With what. You? Why do you why why do you, why do we need this why I don't get that and then it goes into my next question which is like I think about people like Michael Jackson and the only other person that I have seen either on video or I don't even think I've seen anything firsthand but the only other person that I've seen people go like bad shit like that for is Beyonce and it calls the question, what is that, that they have that makes people go nuts? Like you lose all of the sense your God gave you, Mama gave you, Granny gave you everything, just for that one second. Like what is what is that? What do they have? What is that?
1: Um, I don't know because I'm vi- I don't I'm very very relaxed. Um, mm. I don't know what exactly you want to call that. Fan I guess. But they get overwhelmed and they pass out and worked up just at the sight of their faith. I don't know, maybe because they thought they would never meet them. I don't know.
0: I don't know what it is because I like when Prince was alive, I've I've seen Prince three times. Mm-hmm. And I always like people always ask me, Well what like if you what would you do if you met him in person? I say that I don't know what I would do, but I know I wouldn't do that. Especially because I knew how Prince was about like meeting fans and being around people. He already don't like people being weird around him anyway. Mm-hmm. So I would have played it real fucking cool. But I would not be passing out and trying to snatch him up and do no shit like That's crazy. The children don't
1: care.
0: I feel like you can show love to your to your fave in a different way. You ain't gotta ah, like, go nuts. All this money I spent on you the most you can do is come down here and say hey oh, Sweetie. They, they do not owe you that. Fuck you, they deserve that. Uh-uh. You spent your coin just like everybody Shut else child. Up. Shut up. You will fucking be all right. look.
1: They owe me. They owe me. Uh uh-uh. They owe me. So
0: check this out. So do you feel like with the presence of social media and how things have changed as far as how we view artists has fueled like fandom? Do you feel like fans are crazier or just as crazy as the michael jackson just
1: as crazy because when you sit back and think about it how many stan twitter accounts have you run into yeah i mean but then and you have whole first of all the fans kill the music let's just start there because randomly especially because y'all get so invested in the person side of shit y'all want to go disrespect the artist the pe- that just because your faith doesn't like them, you have a whole dissertation mm-hmm. and going on a whole rant about someone that you've never met in your life and is not given you a dime. Not a dime in their own money. They don't know who you are. Right. And literally, all they have to do is mention you probably once and you're about to pass the fuck out. True. It's crazy. But, oh my God, they like me so much. Not-
0: Girl. I think that it's gotten worse. It has gotten worse. Because back in the day, Because we're using the example of Michael Jackson. Back in those times, fans were not nearly as invested in the personal lives of artists as they are now. Because if you had any news or any tea on an artist, it came from a newspaper or something like that. But they weren't nearly as invested in the personal lives of artists as they are now. And because social media gives us so much access to everybody and all these different opinions, I feel like it's made it even worse. But, you know, y'all not working around being like passing out. Well, some of y'all are still passing out over, over people like Beyonce and stuff like that. But,
1: you know, we already had the conversation with me and Big. <laughs> what y'all talk about, y'all? Um, everything. Oh, okay. Um. I gave her my information to
0: wire me some money to Oh, okay. When you get that coin, give me $20. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so those were the topics that I had for stirring the pot. I'm going to stop stirring that right now. But you know, before I get done and put my spoon back up, you mm-hmm. know we have to do my lovely little segment that I call, How I Make You Feel. Oh, Lord. So I got two this week. Oh, Lord. And my first one comes from Instagram, by way of a doctor.thema, that's T-H-E-M-A, on Instagram. And she says, when you set a new boundary to honor yourself, including your mental health, some will act confused, some will get angry, and some will act like you didn't say what you said. Keep the boundary. Your peace is worth it. How uh-huh. to make you feel friend?"
1: You blocked out of annoyance. I blocked for peace. We are not the same. Come on, bitch,
0: Say it one more time. (laughs) You blocked
1: out of annoyance. I blocked for peace. We are not the same.
0: Listen. I brought this one up um, because the art of setting boundaries is a very interesting and tough one depending on the type of person that you are. Mm -hmm. And I know that I think that I can speak for both of us as we're both people pleasers by nature because that's how we were raised. That setting boundaries has been, that's a difficult, a difficult battle that we've been fighting for years. And this helped me out a lot because essentially it says it's not about how other people feel about the boundaries. You said it's about your boundaries. And you have a right to have boundaries. And when you set them, no matter what is going on, let them have whatever it is they got about your boundary. Your piece is more important than that. It is. I think that was super dope and very, very important. So. And my second and last one comes from we the Urban on Instagram. That's W-E-T-H-E-U-R-B-A-N. And this one says... Don't get caught up on what could have been. If it should have been, it would have. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't get caught up on what could have been. If it should have been, it would have. How to make you feel, Ah! friend? How to make you feel, friend?
1: Praise him on
0: this good Sunday. (laughs) Praise him, Lord. Praise him. Praise him. I can't. Ah! He is having a
1: whole Baptist fit. I cannot deal. Listen, it's the truth. In any situation, especially as we go as we get older, you have to realize we stress a lot of could have, would have, should have. Yes. We stress about it a lot, but we also forget if it could have been and it would have. Right.
0: Why are you stressing about it? Listen, we we are so obsessed with having control over everything everything and I love that one because you can apply that to literally just about everything Mm -hmm. the knee jerk response was thinking about relationships that have passed and how we obsess over well if I would have done this differently then maybe we would still be together and all that shit Mm -hmm. and the reality of the matter is is that if it was supposed to work it would have worked Hello. and a lot of our relationships are about the experience not about the longevity
1: if it if it was supposed to work, then it would have worked. If yeah. it didn't, you got your answer.
0: Then the secondary response came to me about how we feel about jobs. Oh, I didn't get this job. Oh, I didn't get this promotion. If you were supposed to have it, it would have It would have happened. You would have got it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it didn't. So stop obsessing over that and focus on what you're doing right now and what's to come. Because I feel like a lot of us a lot of us sell ourselves short and end up pushing shit out of the way. By obsessing on what's past already. Like one of my favorite quotes is Don't look behind you, you're not going that way.
1: Oh.
0: Okay. Why am I focused on what's behind me when I'm trying to move forward? Okay. You can't okay. get you can't get nowhere like that. Okay. If I'm turned around and looking at the shit that already happened to me, my destiny is behind me. Oh. Why am I don't sell yourself short with that. You're not even going that way. We're supposed to be going this way. So everything that was back there, while it's okay to peek behind and reflect every once in a while, your focus should not be on what's behind you.
1: I guess you just gave your mental health tip for the week.
0: And there it is.
1: I think you just gave it.
0: This is true. What's mm-hmm. your mental health tip, friend? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh... <laughs> um. Mm. Got me thinking, because I... Honestly didn't give a thought to my mental to this
0: week. That's cool.
1: Uh let's see. Digging in my files.
0: hmm hmm Checking the floppy disk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah,
1: um, floppy disk. This is gonna be a little controversial. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Okay. People that love you respect your boundaries.
0: First of all. Yes. Second of all, bitch, if you can't get with that, then you don't really love me. Period.
1: People that love you will respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to set boundaries on people. But sometimes if they really and genuinely love you as a person, they respect your boundaries. That's it. And anyone that has a problem with set boundaries, they find out they're the reason why there's a boundary down. That part. And that's all I got on that.
0: Come on. All right, y'all. So we thank you again for coming back to sit with us on Who Raised You Host podcast. Thank you. We ask that you like, rate, comment, and subscribe to us Do on something. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure that you go ahead and leave us those comments. Let us know how we're doing over here at The Whole Nation. Um, yes, again, for listener letters, if you have any questions, comments or concerns, shit you want to get off your chest make mm. sure you, you hit us up at WRYH Podcast. that's on Instagram and Twitter, or ask W-R-Y-H Podcast at gmail.com. Yes.
1: And with that being said, thank you so much for coming back and being with us today. That's right. We appreciate y'all at Sheet or whatever, mm-hmm. but
0: until next week. Behave, hoes. Behave. Shit. And stay off crates if you can. Please do.